Our fast favourites guest today is the 2023 Billy T Award winner, Abby Howells. Abby is taking her award-winning show La Soupco to the Hamilton Arts Festival, which starts this coming week. A screenplay which has been brought to life on stage, La Soupco was written by Abby when she was 11 years old. And she joins me now. Kia ora, Abby. Kia ora. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. So... Uh, La Sipco, a nautical romance set in the wake of World War Two. So that's yes. what you were into at the age of 11. Yeah, I was um, super into the Academy Awards. Um, I think Roberto Benigni's Life is Beautiful had yes. recently won an Academy yes. Award. And I was like, I want myself one of those. I'm going to write an <laughs> Academy Award winning drama. This is not a comedy. This is very serious. Very dr- Yeah, it's Oscar Deeply. worthy. It was Oscar worthy. Yeah. yeah, it had a framing device. It starts with an old man telling the story of his life and then it flashes back to um spain it's set in spain as well (laughs) so uh is is this show verbatim it's verbatim uh so i cut i cut i talk as well it's not just the show yeah it's verbatim this stuff i would love to cut for example they go to a (laughs) shop for a really long time way too long they go to a shop (laughs) um so, but yeah, you know, um, you got to be true to the material. Yeah. So uh, and it's all in. Look, your concept of timing at the age of 11 was probably a little bit skewed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also no historical research was yes. done as well. So there's a few whoopsies in there. <laughs> um, you do make that disclaimer. So um, audiences yeah. can't say they weren't warned. Don't expect accuracy. <laughs> but expect drama, um, expect feelings yeah. and expect some kind of weird stuff about the romance. I wasn't quite sure what I was doing with that as well. <laughs> the Comedy Fest is coming up in May, mm-hmm. so a new Billy T uh, winner will be crowned. Yeah, You'll be passing on the mantle. I know. You will. What has the last year been like for you? Oh, it's been amazing, actually. Yeah, I, um, I, I moved to Auckland like two years ago. I sort of like... Um, quit my jobs in Dunedin and went to a big city to seek my fortune. And um, in the last year, I've managed to go full time as a comedian and writer, which is like, that was my dream. That's what I wanted so bad. So, um, yeah, my dreams are coming true. And guess what? I'm still the same. And that was an important lesson there. (laughs) (laughs) And you're glad you're still the same? I guess so, yeah. You know, fame hasn't changed me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm just like everybody else. You're, you're so relatable. So Still relatable, <laughs> always. <laughs> so this segment is all about sharing the love and mm-hmm. giving shout-outs to other projects or, or, you know, artworks or cultural moments that you've loved. <laughs> what have you been watching or reading lately that's got your attention? Okay, first of all, this is a dream segment for me to come in and just talk about <laughs> the stuff I'm interested in. You and did, I'm sorry to you. You yeah. did respond very quickly. I did. I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, so I've been watching The Traitors UK. Have you watched this? I haven't watched it, but I have I have got quite a few sort of group chats yeah. that discuss this. Yeah. So, so this is uh, hosted by Claudia Winkleman. The one, the only Claudia the one, Winkleman's. Yeah. yeah. And people seem to love yeah the UK version. What yes. What is it about? The show that's so good. Okay, it's set in a it's a reality show, but don't let that stop you. It's really great. Um, it's set in the, a castle in the Scottish Highlands, and I think there's about like maybe twenty ish people, and they all go to the castle, and three of them are chosen to be traitors, hmm. and the rest of them are faithfuls, and it's the faithfuls' job to find out who the traitors are, and every day they add more money to a prize pool until at the end there'll be about 
there'll be a small group of people left. If there is one traitor left in the group at the end, the traitor gets all the money. Right. But they've got nothing to go on other than, apart from people's behaviour. So there's no, they're just... So it makes for an incredibly, it's like a personality oh, test, isn't it? Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. And it's really interesting because you, the audience, know who the traders are. So you're watching people be manipulative and lie to people. And honestly, some of the traders on this season, they're incredible. Have you noticed anything about what makes people think the traitors are traitors and what makes people think the faithfuls are faithfuls? It's really interesting, yeah. It, you really can't be too weird. Like <laughs> the People will pick out the tiniest little thing that you've done and be like, there was one that was like, um, well, we said cheers, everyone said cheers to the faithful, but you didn't raise your glass ah, and stuff like these that. These tiny moments. These tiny moments. And she, and then in that case, that woman was like, well, here's the thing. I only have one hand, so maybe could you give me a little break on that? And that people are like, oh, you know what? Fair enough. Maybe you're not a, maybe you're <laughs> not a straighter. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, but, yeah, it's the tiniest little thing. And, like, also uh, there was one guy in the last season who got the tiniest bit of pressure on him. They were like, hey, maybe you, you Brian, are the – the trader and he just was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh my god!" And just had a total flip out. He was totally innocent, but he looked like the most the the accusation. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Like traitorous person. Maybe worth mentioning. There is a New Zealand version. There is a New Zealand version. Did you as get well. into that one? I did. It yeah. stars the incredible um, Colin Mathura Jeffrey, <laughs> the enigmatic. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's it was really good. That's how I got into the traders, actually. Oh, and I you watched, found the link yeah, to the UK version. The New Zealand one, I was like, I must have more. Must, must. I've got, I got to see people deceive each other because I'm really bad at lying. I could never be on it. I'd be terrible. So this is a great show for you to live vicariously through them. A hundred percent. Which I suppose that's what all reality shows are, aren't they? Could but you do it? Would you be good at lying? No. Oh, no. <laughs> do you know what? I think I'm good at lying in real life in the sense that I have quite a good poker face in yes. general. Yeah. So that helps me. But under pressure, <laughs> on a show, is a yeah. different story, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. When there's when there's something on the line. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah, totally. And, and you're trying to spot, you know, who else, is, could, who else could be a traitor potentially. Yeah, 100%. Uh, let's now talk about uh, sort of, I suppose, your new obsession. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A singer who I'd never heard of, a, yes, a 60s singer, Tiny Tim. Yeah, I get these little fascinations with people. And it, this one started because there's this podcast called You're Wrong About, and they did an episode. Have you listened I to know it? This, yeah. I know of this podcast. I think I've heard a couple of episodes. It's yes. so good. But they did an episode about Tiny Tim, this singer. And I was like, I've never heard of Tiny Tim before. And then um, he was this singer in like the uh, 60s. Most famous for the song Tiptoe Through the Tulips. That was his banger song. So he, he's got this, he's quite a, an, it's not odd looking. He's bloke, extremely but tall, lanky, lanky, sort of shoulder length brown hair. Yeah. Um, quite slim. And the thing is, his voice is falsetto. He sings in a falsetto and he has a um, ukulele and he does sort of really old covers like Tiptoes to the Tulips was like from the 20s or something and he does these covers and he was huge in the 60s he was massive he was like um, photographed by Andy Warhol and like Bob Dylan loved him and he was like I think on the cover of Rolling Stone he was playing arenas he was yeah. like I've never heard of this person and, and it was a sort of uh, quite a short short and sharp but effective two years wasn't it yeah sort of the height of his fame yeah it's only really two years which isn't that long, I suppose. No, yeah, and he's quite interesting because, like, he had he'd always been like 
if you watch a clip of him, he's he's really weird, and he sort of um, is interviewed by Johnny Carson a lot. He was on Johnny Carson like seventeen times. Oh, wow. He's also famous for getting married on Johnny Carson. <laughs> he married a seventeen-year-old girl on uh, Johnny Carson. Um, Probably wouldn't fly today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, <laughs> problem king. You've been reading the biography about him called yes. the Eternal Troubadour. Yeah, which you have with you. You're about to return it to the library. I but am. That's yes. I've so got that a big you've been really. Books going down the yeah I'm in deep yeah I think he's something I think I kind of connect to him a little bit because he's he was really weird he didn't have a huge amount of friends growing up kind of alone I spent a lot of time in his room like uh listening to records and and that kind of thing and then had this fame where people mm. loved him like yeah. he was loved and then he lost it and he spent kind of the rest of his life trying to get it back again and doing more and more kind of uh, extravagant things and why couldn't he get it back? I think uh, the, you're wrong about said that like the um, the times moved past him. Interesting. Yeah, that um, he came to life in the '60s when it was sort of like free love and this sort of tall, gangly guy with a ukulele was like totally what people wanted. And then you got into like the '70s and stuff. I think marrying the seventeen-year-old on TV, I would say, not a great move for many reasons, and one of those reasons being your career. Not recommended. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah. So I just found him quite fascinating. And then by the end of his life, he joined the circus and was like opening for monster truck shows. And he died on stage as well. Oh wow! Yeah, he had a heart attack and died oh, on gosh. stage. Okay, so your two recommendations this week are The Traitors UK and um, the, the biography about Tiny Tim, sort of a 60s yeah. rock star called The Eternal Troubadour. Yeah, or just look him up on YouTube yeah. um, as well. He's fas- absolutely fascinating. You might recognise one of his songs from the Insidious franchise and also ah. his song Living in the Sunlight, Living in the Moonlight was in the pilot of the, uh, the, Sponge- uh, the first episode of Spongebob. All right, well. well, go check it out if you, if you haven't heard of Tiny Tim. That's yeah. 2023 Billy T winner, Abby Howes. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. We've got all the details about your uh, La Soupco show, uh, which will be at the Hamilton Arts Festival uh, next Sunday, and I'll be uh, presenting from down there as well. So you can find all those details on our webpage. You're listening to Culture 101 on RNZ National.